Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It podcast. I'm your host, GB. It is bloody boiling. My guest, by the way, he's been on the show, so I'm not really going to give an instruction. But I'm glad to have him back. And he can relate to me, as it is really hot at the moment. It's September. We experienced ups and downs, mostly downs when it comes to the weather. Just constantly raining. It's fucking awful. Um, but where we all don't have plans... Yay! Back in just sunshine. So, yeah, bollocks. But I'm going to stop moaning because I'm in a good mood because I'm going away this week. But you can find that out on my social media handles below and keep up to date with what I've got planned. But enough about me. Let's get Liam on. Let's discuss what he's been up to because uh, when we last spoke, he was up to a lot. But he's, he's actually been up to so much more. So, Liam, I know a lot has happened since we last spoke. Just today, how have you been? And uh, just before we get into what you've been up to, what have you been up to today? Uh, today I've just been uh, chilling. Actually, I picked up my nephew from from school. Um, yeah. Dropped his mum's, uh, um, and yeah, just just enjoying the weather like like yourself. It's it's really weird, isn't it? We've kind of gone through the whole of summer with pretty poor weather, yeah. and now the back end of it in, in September, off into October, we go. It's decided to to mm-hmm. get sunny. So um, it's it's a bit confusing, but that's British weather, isn't it? But yeah, man. Hopefully, it remains like this now for the next few weeks. Then I can just kind of squeeze in some things that I want to do. So. It's all good. Let's be. Let's got to be positive about that because the rain did get me down a bit, and I'm sure it did with you. But you were probably too busy to even notice it anyway, because um, you're a busy lad when you're out on the sea watching football, appearing in films, in Qatar, and the news, um, Oxford University. This, this, that's why I'm surprised today has actually been relatively simple, boring day for you. So Liam, I want to talk about the business schedule you have. One thing that does stand out to me, and I've wanted to talk to you about it for a while since it happened, is uh, your trip to the World Cup in Qatar. Mm-hmm. So I want to know about your overall experience. How did you end up there? The weather. But let's just start off with the simple question is, how did you end up in Qatar? Really strange. So I'll try and keep it as, as, as short as possible. It Basically, it was... I was at uni, uh, I was on my laptop, and cut long story short, I'm, I'm part of a group called uh, Block One in Ireland, and what we do is try to create better atmosphere at England games, home and away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been part of the group for about four or five years, and um, I got an email through from a friend um, who said there's an opportunity to potentially go out to the World Cup. Now, Qatar was not on my mind. You know, I've done, like, I did Russia, I did France, Euros, I did um, London, yeah. Euros, um Qatar was never on my list. fire, you know, costs so much to get to these places and whatnot. Um, so yeah, cut cut long story short, and um, I got an email saying that the there's an opportunity for forty fans from each country to essentially get paid to go out and represent their country, and that covered uh, flights and accommodation. We're going to cover like a daily allowance, but I don't know if you saw at the time there was um, the release from out news outlets and football celebrities about. Um, the daily allowance and that got cut in the end because yeah. it basically it was seen as the government were paying fans to have a life which I always found a bit funny you know when just normal people get given these opportunities it's like everyone frowns on it but then when mm-hmm. celebrities will get paid yeah. these PR stunts and all these it's just like oh yeah. this is part and parcel which no, no, I think know, it's quite much ironic yeah. really yeah you know the, the working man or the middle class man he can't you know have this opportunity but um yeah, so basically it came from that. So I was at uni and I just said, it wasn't planning at all. And obviously it was in November time. So it was a really weird 
theory. And I was like, mm. that can't be real. He said, yeah, just go over the ballot and you might be picked. A couple of days later, I was picked. I think me and 20 other guys, they picked, you know, on our support for England and bloody blah, blah, blah. And I still didn't really believe it until I got the flights email with, from Qatar Airways and the accommodation details. And I was like, okay, this might be real. This is <laughs> actually like, going to be it's happening. Like, it's basically winning a competition. Yeah, this is like, you know, this is basically winning a competition, isn't it? Like, yeah. looking from my point of view, um, you have to follow England. So, um, yeah, I bought tickets for um, the free England group stage games. Got to see Ronaldo play out there, Portugal game. Um, I saw the opening ceremony. Um, and I saw, and obviously I met David Beckham, which was the highlight. That I'm going to break in, down. Uh, in that, that is so cool. Because the last time we spoke, you met um, Romeo, wasn't it? Romeo Beckham. Or was it Brooklyn? It's Br- uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah. the one. And then and just like, and oh, that's well, the weird thing, isn't it? In that video, I said, yeah, yeah. And you what, a few months later, or whenever it was, it was <laughs> like, um, yeah, that, that was surreal. Like, you know, I, I remember I was very hungover. I probably spent like £100 on beers because it was so expensive out there. Yeah. And um, I didn't have anything to eat. And then before I know it, I was just filming this FIFA video with David Beckham right in front of me. I'm like, wow. Like if, if if you knew me when I was really young, you know, you speak to any of my friends and family. David Beckham would be the person. Yeah, I've wanted to meet my whole life. You know, I went out to Madrid. It was 2001, 2002. We watched him at the Bernabeu uh, when he was playing. You know, he's just been part of my life growing up. It was my idols growing up. Um, yeah, very surreal experience. It was cool, man. I was kind of following the journey on your Instagram. Obviously, I'll point the the listeners out there if they're not following already. Um, but I'll do it at the end. But I was very jealous of that, but I want to ask you, what was your favourite game when you was out there? And I also want to talk about the atmosphere as well. Actually, yeah, that, yeah, that might yeah, be a dumb was... question because obviously you being an England fan, um, did you actually watch other countries play or was it just specifically England that you was out there for? It's really weird because like you have so many people text you back home and they're saying, like, what's it like? Like you hear mm. you know, all these kind of scare stories going out there. I'll be mm-hmm. truthfully honest, like it's a lot safer going out to Doha than is it being in London. <laughs> you know, it's it's such a safe place. And yeah, I mean, you know, and it's not a dumb question about atmosphere, it's, it's a valid one because it's it's a lot different to what you expect. There was a lot of well, I mean, the first few days it was very quiet. It was quite quiet. You're walking around, you're thinking, Jesus, the, the biggest competition in the world. And it was a bit dead. But then as it went by, every nationality was finding a ticket and accommodation to try and find to, to go to this tournament it was the smallest country i think in the history of hosting a world cup so you could actually go i had a friend of mine nick who used to go to three games a day mm-hmm. so he goes to like the early kickoff i think it's like the afternoon kickoff and then the evening that and it was tricky commitment. it was tiring but you could yeah. do it you know um so yeah back to your question about atmosphere it was it definitely got bigger in the fan part i mean that was getting mm. ran with, with locals but you obviously had um a lot of uh, Indian Asian people work over in Qatar. So really heavy, massive support from that demographic for like the Messi, obviously, I mean, Argentina fans everywhere, um, and for Ronaldo as well. Mm-hmm. So as English goes, didn't really see that many. You saw bits and bobs, and obviously at the games, if you could see there's like the allocation of diehard England fans who go everywhere. But it was a real mix of nationalities and people. I think I, I was sat next to a guy dressed as Rey Mysterio, which um, <laughs> I thought you might quite like. It was in a thumbs up for that. Yeah, we are wrestling Welsh. podcast as well. <laughs> it was like it was literally like in a Welsh outfit, but he was like Mexican. 
it was like really it was just crazy like i was like fair play mate you know i don't i don't know how that's oh, yeah. come about you know but that's obviously the england wales that's game. Ray mysterio at qatar for the world cup he's had higher there it was, it was just a I, Literally double taking, like, and, he, yeah. and he's sat in his seat like the 45th minute, like half time. I was like, Where have you been? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the games were very much knew what was going on with the games, and obviously, like, uh, the Argentina Saudi Arabia game that was huge. I was with a friend, Liam, another William who flew out, he paid mm. for his trip, and so one of the game was in a restaurant, eating it. so you really felt the vibe. And I can only say about the hospitality and the people mm-hmm. there, like, like, you got invited into people's like palace homes. And they were giving you drink and mm. food, and it's Dream it's another world. And that's insane. Look, don't get me, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I fully understand about the the problems that country has. Yeah, with, you know, like the, poli- like the politics, like politics, and like what they believe in. Okay, don't necessarily support it, but I mean, when it comes to the football, that's what we're going to discuss. Um, I mean, the football itself, there was no issues. Uh, I know we went out fairly early, even though fucking Harry Kane, Arsenal fans, I'm going to vent out a little bit. Uh, I think to be fair, the ref was shit in that game. Not that I've got over it. Yeah, I've, I've clearly have. But overall, but you didn't hear anything bad about the tournament itself. That really stood out. If that makes sense, you know, you hear about like fights. Yeah. You see the footage and you see the clips. You didn't really see that at Qatar. It it was it was odd. There was none of that. There was no violence. There was mm-hmm. um, nothing like that. Um, I mean, the drinking is still very much happened. You know, it was all in the bars and the, and yeah. the hotels where they sell it. Uh, the charge was like 13 quid a pint, though, so that was not really not brutal. Far off London. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's bit, that's what I said to people. I mean, like, oh, it's £9 a prony in most places now. Um, so it's not really that that difference. But, yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was it was an incredible experience. And it's really nice. I mean, it's the cleanliness of the place. The metro system is so clean and efficient and, um, you know, stunning in areas. You know, it's it's trying... I think he's trying to become a Dubai. He's trying to entice people. Um, a lot of the marketing when I was flying over from London Heathrow was Qatar is the place to stop over. So they don't advertise it as a holiday place, but yeah. you're going long distance. They want you to explore the country. And it does, you know, like the Super Keith, the marketplace where I was on BBC News a few times. That was really historic and that was rampant. Yeah, I mean, that I had every nationality in, uh, I going there. And I fucking see Liam Edwards. Uh, we'll come back to me seeing you random yeah, TV or whatever. There is a show, but we'll come back to it in a minute. Um, but that's cool. Like, he's literally everywhere, man. And the fact that you got to meet Dave Beckham. Did you cry, by the way? Be honest. As we're recording this, and I will upload it, you know, your truthful I, 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 response. I don't think I actually... Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think I actually I cried. But it was a very surreal moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like... Is that because you're too hungover? Probably, yeah. <laughs> and I had no breakfast. Literally, like, breakfast was like... There's like a little off license at the bottom of the road and just yeah. something like bread pastry, and that was about it. But um, they did great shish kebabs out there, I will say that. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, like I say, it was you know, this man is you could arguably say it's an icon in the one world. of the biggest like, footballers you know, of all time. Like, yeah, it's yeah, you can't deny it, even though he's been retired for what 10 years now. People still I mean, know you just say Beckham, yeah, footballer. Yeah, free kicks or celebrity or the model or whatever. Man United. Everyone knows who he is. Funny story about that, Joe. I literally, so he was a bit, he was running late as typically you would. And I was yeah. really busted for a pee. So I had to run basically to the other side of the park to, to go for a pee. And, but they were like, he could be coming any minute. And they will just start filming with him walking. They won't cut or anything. Yeah. I was like, this, do I miss out? Do I not buzz? I really need to go. It's okay, run. 
So I'm jogging along with this other English bloke. And I said, yeah, Beckham's coming. He's like, no way, man, that's sick. Like, so he wanted to walk along and obviously there was security in that, but you could see him. And then literally my friend Arch, who was running the whole thing, he was like screaming at me to hurry up. And all I saw was like this camera crew and David walking down. I was like, I need to get in the Astro gate before him or I might have to be held outside because yeah. we have to be passing the ball around and kicking it like so we're filming like a football-y kind of god I'm that close to potentially not being in the video but um well because you had yeah uh, when he, he signed my shirt and everything i've got yeah okay <laughs> probably too many of those qatari pints the night before. <laughs> um but yeah got 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 me signed shirt up there and uh yeah no, it's, it's a treasure treasure item for sure yeah, man. I just I know I spoke to you last time. Obviously, just the fact that you wanted to meet Son, just to meet Beckham, and then you got to meet David fucking Beckham. Not a lot of people can say that. Whilst you're representing England and for the World Cup, just wow, lifetime experience that is. And you met um, well Ronald De Boer as well. You met? Was that the same event when you met him, Ronald De Boer? Oh yes, yeah. Good, you have a good memory. Um, yeah. Yes, that was basically <laughs> we we were in a. FIFA fans tournament as well. So that's why yeah. we were there. And there was all the nationalities. Xavi was there. Etu was there. Uh, uh, we had Cafu. They were they, they literally were there for five seconds and then security just pushed them away because there <laughs> so many people there. Yeah. Um, and we got, to, yeah, we got to the last 16 as the England team. Um, not making excuses, but we lost like five of our brilliant players. They all flew out to Australia. Because of the end of our stay, um, and there's a few less left of us who had later flights, but um, so I think we would have had a fair chance, and there's good prize money as well. I think we won like four five hundred dollars each for participating, and that was just round 16. I think if you won, it's like 10 grand and split oh, that between no. you know 10 you people, it's like a thousand dollars each. I mean, this is a place with so much money, mate. It's, it's, to, it's uh, so much money, but group, obviously, mate. the five aside. Oh, mate, I'll get the bull. I've got the bulldog uh, tattoo on me. I'll get it. I'll get it all done, mate. Don't you worry. Oh, <laughs> Save the edge, you know. Um, yeah, no, the 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 Ronald DeBell, uh, was uh, he was the, the manager for Netherlands, so I didn't yeah. even realize until full time. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was chatting with us, and I think he reposted my picture. Oh, nice. I got with him on his uh, Instagram. So yeah, just a lovely, lovely bloke. That's, it was just lovely people, like every nationality, mm. like. It was great. The whole occasion, mm. the stadiums were incredible. Um, I've seen the tour. I saw David Getter out there live as well, DJing. He's good live. I know um, a lot of so people aren't like a big really... fan, but I'm going to have to admit, he was really good. I saw him at Creamfields many, many years ago, and it was really good. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not like a massive diehard of him, but, you know, if it's good, it's good. Can't lie yeah. about it. Well, it was like, yeah, David Getter, and then I think Robbie Williams was there the following week. It was like a real random... Uh... You know. You know, Robbie yeah. Williams, the Black Eyed Peas thing. They're you know, still going. It was, it was mad. Jesus. Not that, wait, the yeah. fact that I've said, are they still going? It's making me look really old. But it's just because I haven't heard them do anything. I don't know. I don't remember the last song they did. But just, if anyone can put in the comments yeah. below. Or Black, you, Black Eyed Peas were... Well, I saw Black Eyed Peas. They were the first band I saw at the O2 when it started doing live concerts there. Yeah. So, must have been 2005, six, six, seven, something between those years. Around the Where is the Love um, period. Like, where is I think that was when I saw him live. Or I might see him live, but I mean, not That's now. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going to be walking past it, then yeah. okay, I'll, I'll have a beer and I'll sit them on. But if you had to summarize your overall experience in Qatar in the World Cup, what would you sort of summarize it in basically like one line? 
online girl. I mean, just a very lucky boy. I think to be honest, I mean that's how I describe it. You know, right time, right place. You know, I knew the right people. And I do think a little bit of life is who you know and not what you know. Big time. Um, you know, that's how right I just place. fell into that right that time. And I was, at, yeah, I was at uni. I knew that I could take time off, so I wasn't in a time job, so I didn't have to like put two and a half weeks off work or anything. I could mm -hmm. go, um, you know, and financially I was able to fund it. So. I was lucky. I was like a lucky boy, but you know, I yeah, nine out of ten people I met from mm. all walks of life, from African nations, the other side, we had Australians, they came from the other side of the world. Um, it was just everything and everywhere, and the nights out were great. There's just so many fun memories and being invited into palaces, homes, and meeting the mm. camels. The fact that you're still smiling people, about now, and the fact that I'm new. super jealous and this sort of. I was literally hooked on your social media, on your Instagram. Just like, oh my God, what's it done now? I was here now. Yeah. I know, the fact that I saw you on TV, right, and going on your Instagram to know that you're going to be on TV. It was just, oh man, it's so cool. It made me jealous, but also happy for you as a mate. And uh, the fact that we can have yeah. this chat about it. And I know some people might not necessarily like to hear that it was great. That's fine. I completely understand that and respect that. Um, I said, we're not going to get into politics or sort of their views, but we're just talking about the experience, the football itself. And just the personal time that you had over there. And I'm glad it was good, man. I'm really glad. Um, but no, that's fine. Each everyone's each entitled to their opinion. But it's all good. Uh before we do talk about the films, there's many, many films that you've been doing lately. Uh, I want to talk about you meeting quickly. Um Warnock. No Warnock. You saw my response. Yeah. You should upload the photo. I was immediately just like, fucking hell, Liam. This isn't fair. I think I'm gonna to go to Oxford University now. Uh, <laughs> never too late. <laughs> fucking Essex University. I wasted three years there. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Great yeah. university. Wink, wink. But yeah, tell me about that quickly. No, that experience um, hasn't happened. Yeah, I mean it, that was so. Carlos story short, I'm on the committee basically for the Oxford yeah union. Um, my role was very miniature to to what the big people did, but um, I had a very active presence in you know um being at the events the debates with the base and it's very posh and luxurious what you would think of Oxford it's very much the stereotype but it's great you know we've had some of the biggest names have spoken there from Morgan Freeman to Elton John um you know big names have spoken there Billy Joel in the past and um yeah we had Neil Warnock a friend of mine invited him um because he is also a Huddersfield fan he's from up north from Huddersfield so he was great and it was just everything I expected him to be he was just so himself in one of the most Poshest, glamorous areas, you know. Him and his wife come on in. He had his chinos, his like polo shirt, and his wife was lovely. Um, and she turned around to me. She said, "Just by the way, dear, my dear," she said, "This isn't going to be recorded on the YouTube channel, is it?" <laughs> I said, "Luckily, on this occasion, it's not." Which I know uh, from the fans, they were like, oh, "We'd love to have seen that," but because of scheduling, uh, yeah, yeah, after like book the people called in. Um, but yeah, no, we put him in the, the library hall. You know, packed out. You know, full of members, um, all asking questions. Happy to take pictures. Um, spoke to me about Charlton as well. The and he said, "God, you, you guys have been run awfully, haven't you?" I said, "Neil, if you ever fancy career change, I, I mean, uh, probably not." <laughs> yeah. uh, Neil, I know, I know a guy. Let, let me on, know. Come on, we'd Sorry. very much have you. And ironically, we are uh, we sacked our manager literally last week, um, so we have a vacancy. Um, but uh, yeah, no, just a really nice, you know, working mm. class man came from nothing tough hardcore brute of a man you know uh, they do really make him tough up north it's true 
He's great. Um, it's like just his interviews as yeah, well. The just fact great that he's man. been around for years. Like, oh, I love it. Just no, that sounds like Keegan. But I'm only gonna attempt the, the impression again. <laughs> Who actually do you meet? Was it me and Khalifa? It's funny. That blew me away. Like, I'm not the fact that I've seen the content. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the whole chamber probably has. You know, I mean, it, that that was weird. I mean, the things I take away from my university experience, meeting Mia Khalifa and being this close to her, um, probably wasn't something that I thought I'd be taken away, but there we are. Um, yeah, no, that was that was a packed out chamber. That that sold out like an I chamber. wonder why. And you know what? Fair play to us. Well, I mean, the thing is, obviously, from my perspective as a committee member, it's just it's a stern face. Oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but everyone else on board, it was it was, you know, fair, you know, fair play to it because I think you know, let's be honest, loads of people have seen your content. And she's gone into a chamber, maybe a couple of thousand people, and she's sitting there and giving a talk. And you must look out at the thousands of people watching, and then eventually online, be like, yeah. everyone's basically seen me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that must be quite weird. Perform, perform. From, from a, yeah. A, yeah, perform. Um, but yeah, no, she got asked, you know, questions. I mean, one was about like, how do you think artificial intelligence will take over the porn industry in the next few years? Which I thought, what a question. I don't, I don't think she really knew how to answer it, but there it's we go. It's an uh, awful question, yeah. and it kind of relates to like her profession. Oh. I mean, it depends how you ask it. Um, I mean, you can yeah, make no, it like, oh, what do you feel yeah. AI with tits? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that well, they basically had that now. Though, they, that she came to some Yeah. I just it, that I don't know. I think it was a girl on the committee vote um, invited her, and yeah, she she came along. Um, so that's what I mean. We, one minute you got Neil Warnock, the yeah. next minute you got Mia Khalifa all on the calendar term. I mean, that's uh, it's just an unheard of. Yeah, she was a nice person, and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can watch that one. I think on on the YouTube channel. I think they. I might have to man. Just to, you'll see me next. I think like two two rows across. I'm. Saturday. I hope you'll make an eye contact in that video. By the way. Um, We'll find out. Well, no, because I'm, I'm facing outward, so it's like she was to my peripheral. Oh, well, I'll let you off then. If the listeners want to check that out, by the way, YouTube it, YouTube it. Um, but there's other things you can YouTube. Uh, Liam Edwards' uh, first interview of me in the link below. It's a great interview. It's how we got to uh, discuss about your film career and how you got into it, doing extra work. Uh, 1917 was your first film. We spoke about that in detail. I loved the film itself. I think I watched it after... When I first met you, yes, that was it. I think I messaged you. But you have since been doing many, many films. So I've actually, I've lost track, mate, to be honest. So since the last chat, Hallelujah, Flash, that's just come out not long ago, Jurassic Park. So I didn't really like the film that much, but you're in it. So we'll talk about it. Napoleon <laughs> film that comes out when I think it's the end of this year, I believe so. And Ted Lasso. I didn't even have a clue you was on this. I remember you had like you put you upload a photo of you being on the set or something. Completely forgot. I can't remember what episode it was. Immediately messaged you straight away. So let's talk about Ted Lasso first before we talk about the other films and where you are now with your uh, film career. Yeah. So I mean, Ted Lasso was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. That that when you know people messaging you and calling you, saying they've seen you, you know you you're not just a famous blur. 
Like, you've actually seen it. <laughs> you are clearly it. seen in it. Yeah, with my coffee cup. Um, yeah, that was great. That was really good fun. We filmed that at Hayes and Yeading Football Club, um, which is kind of more, I think, to like Heathrow way, mm. Heathrow Airport kind of way. Um, and yeah, it's got to meet obviously Brett Goldstein, Jason Sudeikis, um, Coach Beard, all them guys, um, Hannah Waddington. But I did quite a few days in that. I did days at West Ham. Um, yeah, did a lot of days at Hayes and Yeading. I was quite involved in in that production, doing different bits. But obviously, yeah, the scene where I'm kind of smiling very much uh, with my cup of coffee. Uh, that was a great show to be part of. And the America, America is huge. Like, so many friends in America messaged me from that. You know, oh my god, Liam, watching. dude! Oh my god, it's soccer. We love soccer. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's true. Like you know, it's getting big, isn't it? With, like Messi uh, into Miami, and yeah, you know, uh, it's it, it's going great. So um, yeah, that was brilliant. Um, well, we said the Flash with Ezra Miller that came out. Um, Hallelujah, the Judy Dench film mm. was an opera goer. Um, what else have we been doing? Jurassic oh, yeah, Jurassic Park, World. Jurassic World was you raised was... your hand in it, I believe so. Uh, Jeff, I'm yeah, gonna... I, I like clap and Jeff I'm Goldblum. like celebrating. Yeah, you're like really happy. Um, that's it. <laughs> I just I, that was, and the thing is, they left my audio from me going like Woo-hoo! in the audio <laughs> of the, in the cinema, so you can hear me say it as well. Like I, I feel like, very like hundreds of minutes to make, they still keep your audio, and you're like, I know. I'm just like, um, yeah, no, that was uh, that was. Great. I mean, I filmed that in Oxford in 2020, so that was like the first film I did just after COVID was announced. Yeah, um, and that was I got stung by a wasp that day. I think. Yeah, I did. I remember it was like early, early morning. I and got, you got stung by a wasp, and uh, but luckily I didn't have a reaction or anything. And then I was able to film in the afternoon with Sam Neil and uh, yeah, Laura Dan, Jeff Goldman. So yeah, it was. A, it's a nice little. I completely agree. The film, the film was that great. But uh, just say you're part of the Jurassic franchise. Yeah. Like that's still yeah. awesome, though. I'd be like, I mean, I don't shit, the film's bad or not. I may or may have not been some bad or good films. No comment. <laughs> But it's just the experience, man. Meeting these people like in front of you. I think that's if the listeners aren't aware already, like how me and Liam know each other was from a film, um, The Last Heist. Really, I really enjoyed that film, but I really enjoyed it. I was really impressed with it. So it's the um the yeah. premiere. Um I think I actually sent you photos in after credits, and unfortunately they left your name out, which is a bit shit. But I you know. do see I think you see you a bit more than me, if I, if I recall. The last heist was a weird one because I don't think because obviously that was kind of like one of those uh, kind of paid up opportunities, the same which yeah. I did with Rise of the Foot Soldier. But I actually got all of that for free, the extra stuff. I just got a contact and a number to yeah. do the extra work for free. So I guess that they just didn't have my name down for the, yeah, the credits yeah. of that. But to be fair, I, I was just really happy to be there. Obviously with Sam Gittins, Terry Stone, obviously mm-hmm. yourself, and um, you know, really good cast. Mm. Um, obviously and O'Reilly. That's that's a good day. It was quite quick, wasn't it? Wasn't that long? I think it was two, three hours. I think it was. I mean, no, we had a lot early. We were there for ages, but the actual film itself was literally about two, three hours, if that. And then I think it was home. Well, I was home. I I always go past it, kind of. Oh, what where it's filmed? The uh, the, I kind of go past it. Train. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Because if I go to Victoria, I think I go through Clapham, so you can kind of. There's that yellow bar next to it, wasn't there? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got so a cool fair. I want to check it out like properly, not when I'm actually yes. doing work or something. I've only been there at like early early hours of the morning. I've never just been there when yeah, it was... and this is when COVID was still kind of like relatively yeah, COVID was we were in a lockdown. Well, yeah. <laughs> we still feel 
we still film for the people. You know? I know. Yeah. I did like three and, films. Yeah. I did a lot better. Like, yeah, that's all good. I did obviously Foot Soldier Vengeance that comes out. Um, oh, we done that one. Did you do that? I'm not. Um, yeah, I wasn't so much an extra. But there's a there's a mugshot scene. So yeah. I upload a picture on this wall actually of me looking like nasty and angry. Oh, fair right. enough. I think they're going to use it in the scene. Um, in when the guy's looking through like the culprits who's oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. If, if they if they get the close up of it. Um I know it's in the film because Nick Nevin took a picture of a cast member or videoed a member and I could actually see my picture on it. And it was next to um the character in Foot Soldiers it Ralph. The oh, uh, long, the the small guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zebedee. I know I know the guy's yeah, right. you got cannot think top of my head. Yeah. I mean, look, they're not critically acclaimed, 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 ignore me that one, but they make so much money, <laughs> people love them, they have the audience, I'm still going to go watch it, Um, and I think the thing I like about them the is they just entertain me, they make me laugh, I can just switch off and just you know, take it for what it is, Don't, not everything has to be critically acclaimed. Yep, said so right that time. Mm-hmm. Happy days, uh, you know, or Oscar worthy or BAFTA or whatever. You could just watch a film that's just fun. Put your feet up. Yeah, it's yeah. allowed. Or I'm actually going to watch Ta- Chaplin from Robert Downey Jr. I don't know. I know it's really random to mention this, but I bought it on YouTube yesterday. But I was really tired, so I fell asleep. So I'm going to watch it tonight because I've got an early yeah, in the office. So I really want to watch it, and I thought I'd mention it because I know you like your films, and I've mm-hmm. always wanted to watch it, but never got to it. So I was like, I'm going to buy it. At least do 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 it properly. I mean, you know, I usually rent it, then fall asleep, then forgot I rent it, and then the rent comes <laughs> out, and then I've never watched the thing. So yes, make sure to watch it. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Hi, this is Eddie Edwards from Impact Wrestling, and I will be appearing on What Do You Call a Podcast. Tune in, follow along, and listen to me speak. Yeah, had. Just took a quick break then. Thank you for staying with us. It's been a very fun interview. And it's nice to kind of switch from just specifically wrestling. Although I tend to do that quite easily in the wrestling-related episodes anyway. But Liam did mention Rey Mysterio, so uh, no one can moan then. So Liam, as we are wrapping up this interview, just let me know what else do you have lined up. I'm certain that you've got some big plans, but let the listeners know. Yeah, well, I mean, film-wise... TV wise, obviously the the saga strikes obviously affected filming all across the globe. Yeah, um, so I've been uh, fitted for there's a new Formula One film being filmed with Brad Pitt, um, and I'm a Mercedes Formula One uh, mechanic for that. So it's Brad Pitt, Apple TV. Uh, we're filming at Silverstone, hopefully the side next year if the strikes will come to an end. Um, so I've got that lined up. Um, That's so and cool. Currently man. filming uh, the house. House of the Dragon season two, uh, HBO and Sky Atlantic. So, been spending a lot of my summer in King's Landing. That's been my been my place. So, uh, yeah, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, watch out. You'll probably see me in that. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, I know like the strike is kind of affecting it. So, you're not actually appearing everywhere on my TV. Yeah, get a bit of break from Liam, but it's good to have you back on. What film, by the way, or TV series, whatever, have you, would you say that you've seen yourself the most in, if that makes sense? Um, Ironically, the one I've probably filmed, which obviously I think I've even spoke to you uh, 
about this, the Masters of the Air, the Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg show. I think actually when I spoke to you, yes, it, the spin off the band, the Brothers of the, Pin, uh, the Pacific, um, but still hasn't even come out yet. And I filmed that in early 2021, and I think it will come out in early 2024. So, you did the images the one at the end of 2021. Fuck. Yes, I remember you talking about it now. And I, fun fact, oh, yes. if anyone does go back and listen to the interview, I had COVID then. First time I had it, just FYI. I look okay, but during, like, before and after, I'm just like, <sighs> but, yeah. I'm all good now. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Don't really want to talk about COVID now. Thanks. Thing of the past. Thing of the past. Even what, though we what's met. That, what's that scene mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I, I prefer to see you next Tuesday. I, <laughs> I completely forgot to say just now. I was like, how'd you spell it? See you next Tuesday. For fuck's sake. Work. I see you. I know, right? I know. There's an N, there's a T. Nah, all good. But now my brain's a bit um a bit fried up. Liam, if I'm gonna direct the listeners out there to your social media, how can I do so? Where can they find you? Probably post most of my content. On the Instagram, uh, Mr. Liam Edwards underscore. Um, yeah, I post a lot of my film at Uni Life. Yeah, graduate from that at the end of the year in criminology. So I'm um, looking forward to finishing that chapter of my life. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a busy year. It's been a fun year. Been on holiday and different, mm-hmm. different plans with friends and stuff, and catching up with people this summer, which has been nice because we all live a busy life, and it's good we finally got this booked in because yes. we're both busy people. Um, so it's definitely, nice man. I'm glad to have you back. It's good to see you return. Um, always, always a great time to talk to you as well. And just, I know you're very busy. So we did actually have this arranged early in the year, I believe, but just wasn't able to make it happen. But we've got you on today. I've had a great laugh. Uh, shout out to Mia Khalifa. <laughs> you want to follow now? Jessie, I, I don't. Follow like my friends on Instagram. Didn't follow me though. No way. Ah, oh, she, did, she did. She did tweet me though. She did tweet me. Um, that is my claim. Claim to fame. Nice. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. Not following her, but I, might, <laughs> I, I, might, I mean, I'm aware of her already. I'm aware of her work. George, don't, don't lie now. You've been following me okay, for years now. Let's not pull any punches. They're all going to think I'm a fucking pervert now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm male, right? I'm male. But no, nah, it's all good, Liam. <laughs> so, um, Charlton, by the way, what's your predictions for Charlton if I don't speak to you until after next um, this season? Um, I mean, look, it's been the worst start. Start. I mean, well, we won on the weekend, so it's two wins now. We had on a run of five losses, four in the league, one in the cup. Mm-hmm. And obviously we sacked Dean Holden and that was still in August. Uh, I think we're announcing a new manager ends this week because obviously my daddy does the photography at Charlton as well. So it's been part That's of That's how you get them cool away. snaps. Um, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone messaged me. They're like, who's this photographer? We're just taking pictures of him. Like, it's my dad. Um, it's not just some... <laughs> Random. That's a really good photo. Um, I think the one I think I've used you for the thumbnail and to advertise this is literally the one of you just like Yeah. Yeah, that was when we beat Leighton Orient at the beginning of the season, and it went downhill after that. Um but yeah, you need so more so photos, we, I think we'll have a new manager in, in this week. Yeah, I, I should do it every week, so I'll be like, Dad, can you come up oh, yeah, the on, just to get the um, But yeah, I think probably um I don't know. I still like to think we could probably push for playoffs. We made some pretty cool loan, loan signings. Um, still early on, manager, those kind of like yeah. 24 games, uh, 24 teams. Yeah, we, we we can make it up. You know, I know the Exeter City are on first with 13 points. We've got six points, but mm. a couple of losses for them, a couple of wins for us. You're, you're back in contention. So um, let's see what happens there. Uh, playoffs, hopefully. Good luck to Charlton. I've got no 
bad feelings towards your lot. I've been to your ground before. I think we actually discussed that in the first interview. You can go back and listen to that. I'm just going to keep, keep plugging that episode. Um, yeah, I've had one of those. Plus, it's really hot, so I'm just like really tripping over my words today. You think I have COVID? It's warm out there, isn't it? It is, man. It the sun, is, the sun's running really over. I don't know if it's kind of obvious. It's just really, really teasing me right now. But I am going to go to the shops, and I think I might just go for a little bit of a walk as well. So kind of embrace it because the rest of the week is quite yeah, busy. Vitamin D. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I work on my tan because I feel a bit pale at the moment. You know, just lacking on the darkness at the moment and just, you know, stuck with the powerness. But we'll, we'll meet in the middle. But Liam, thank you for coming on. I'll send the listeners to your social media, Instagram. It's really worth the follow. You never know who's going to meet, where he's going to be, um, which uh, performance might turn up at Oxford University. <laughs> I'm going to shout back. Anything can happen. <laughs> Anything can happen on Liam Edwards' social media. But now, nah, send him a follow. He's a mate. Really do appreciate coming on. I'll get you back on when you've, uh, well, conquered Hollywood. It's going to happen, mate. It's going to happen. But now, appreciate you coming Love on. Me, Enjoy the rest of your day. For listeners out there, if you can like this video, subscribe to this channel. Be much appreciated. You can follow me my social media handles in the description below. That'd be much appreciated. See what I've got lined up next. But that is me done for the week. But I'll be back next week for more What You Call It podcast. Thank you. Take care.